Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, <laughs> music discovery podcast where we pair music with media. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song an episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. We are in the last month of horror month. <laughs> you might want to repeat that. Week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You said we're in the last month of horror month. <laughs> oh shit. We're in the last <laughs> I was like, this is the last month, dude, bro. We still got two more months. Look at me trying to be like professional podcaster. <coughs> you gotta leave that in because that shit's kind of Yeah, I know. Shit's really funny. <laughs> we are in the last week of horror month. Hell yeah. It is Halloween week. Halloween's coming up. Everybody's getting real into the Halloween spirit right now. And I don't know. Do you celebrate super hard or are you kind of whatever about Halloween? I guess it depends when it falls on in the week. I mean, like right now when we're recording this, we're like in the early, early days of horror month or of October. So I'll watch like, I at least watch a horror movie or two. I always watch Halloween every year. Yeah. On Halloween. On Halloween. Always watch that one. One of my favorites, probably my favorite Halloween movie. I usually do that. Sometimes I'll go like out to a party or something like that, but it's a Monday, you know, it's not. I haven't gone to a Halloween party in a long time. We're going to one on the 29th. I don't know if it's a costume party yet. I I need to get the deets on that, but we're doing something on Saturday. What? I need friends that throw parties. Oh, it's it's not my friends. (laughs) I'm just going by proxy. <laughs> well, still, I don't even have that. But that's exciting. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. If you're listening and you know me and you're having a Halloween party without me, I hope you feel bad. Yeah, yeah, feel bad. <laughs> feel bad. <laughs> no, but Halloween is this Monday, so a little under a week away. This mm-hmm. is our last episode before Halloween. And... I don't know. I feel a tremendous amount of pressure with what I bring today. And I have two songs, Nate. Okay. Two songs that I can't decide between. One is a classic in its own right. Okay. And is more like hard rock. It's more of a hard rock song, right? Versus another... That's more folk music and psychedelic. Hmm. Huh. And I think we're going to do something unprecedented now. First time ever. I think I want you to pick oh, which one sounds more interesting to you. Fuck yeah, let's go. Are we going to go with a... I would say a less conventional but equally popular like psychedelic folk song or... Are we going to go with, like, when you think of Halloween, this is a song that comes up? Is it the Monster Mash? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Actually, no. I, I take it back. You're not going to. Well, hmm. 
<laughs> I lost my privileges by yeah. just bringing up the Monster <laughs> yeah. Mash, didn't I? I? I think I'm going to go with the hard rock one because the psychedelic song, there's another song on the album that, man, see, I... I so the only reason I was going to pick the psychedelic one is because the week before was kind of a hard rock song. The week before was a hard rock song. Yeah, that's the only reason I was going to vote towards that. But yeah. if you if if that psychedelic one belongs to an artist or a record that has something else you want to talk about later down the road, it's better not to double dip. Yeah, that's true. So often, you know. So, and I'm fine with another hard rock song. Yeah, we don't we don't want to keep we don't want to have it like too crazy. It's your call, man. It's your call. If I knew the artist, I could be better. I, I know, but then that like I don't want you to spoil it. I don't want I don't want you to like give hmm. it away. Give me like two minutes. All right, starting a timer now. You have two minutes starting. I'm trying to see like who who's more which is more or less popular i mean the less popular songs you've brought in have been two of them have been my favorites so i think you've heard both of these though that's fine okay so on one hand we have shit man i'm i'm stuck you have a minute 15 what is my problem today you're just you're just an indecisive boy. I'm usually a lot better, but like right now I'm pretty stuck cuz like both of them hmm. You know what? I'm going to I think I'm going to go with the less conventional one. We'll we'll do a shout out to who who I and and especially since you were leaning towards doing more the more folksy thing. Uh-huh. So I think that's the way we're going to go. It's a little less conventional, but I think it's um uh, gonna be fun okay so let's start out with the song that i'm not picking which is really good feed my frankenstein by alice cooper <laughs> that's what you're missing out on right now <laughs> that would have been great it's a that great been... see do you see my dilemma now i'm like that's Dude, a great like that's one a to... really good song all right wow i know what a dilemma we just went through I feel like I just like went through like a midlife crisis. So the song that we're going to be talking about this week is a song that I discovered by proxy uh, because there was another song on the same album that I fell in love with and I'd never heard before because this year in general, I've spent a lot of time just absorbing psychedelic rock and just like taking in as much as I can just, and you know, I, I even have a playlist that I'm like still refining. Is that you? I saw it coming, (laughs) bro. It's yeah. You read me. You read me like a book. (laughs) I saw your eyes start to squint and I was like, yeah, yep. It's going. Okay, but this man, you could say he is contemporaries with, you know, the Beatles, John Lennon, and people of that era. He became active in 1964, and the song that 
originally hooked me with his his sound is the titular track of this album, which is Sunshine Superman. Have you heard that track? I don't think so. It's a wonderful song. I, st- I might end up covering it like in season two or three or something. But gotcha. great song by Donovan. Have you Why listened that- to Donovan? Why does that sound familiar? Donovan is a Scottish musician uh, and he's known for his psychedelic rock, folk music, kind of poppy sound that kind of came up alongside the Beatles. Is he like a Henry Nielsen type of guy? I do not know. But hey, don't 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 look it up yet because we're going to we're going to pop your cherry if you haven't heard him with today's song, which is. I, you've probably heard it. It is called Season of the Witch. So it's not ringing a bell, but there's a very good chance. There's a good chance you've you've heard it. But if you haven't, I will be very happy to share this. With you just you. like to stump me. Well, I mean, I thought you had heard, but I knew you had heard Feed My Frankenstein. Mm hmm. I was unsure about this, but I think he's fairly popular. At he least sounds familiar. You've heard like this song is in a lot. Like you'll hear it in in TV shows and stuff. Sometimes it's not like an advertising thing mm-hmm. as much, but you know, like I imagine you would find it in like a show like Supernatural or something. You know, okay, over the credits or something. So. Let's get you zeroed out. All right. All right, mate. Let me know when you're ready. We're zeroed out, son. All right. In three, two, one. He reminds me of Lou Reed. I don't know if I've heard this song. No, Lou Reed's not British or Scottish. I'll be surprised if you don't recognize the chorus. So many different people to be. I feel like I heard this in a movie. Yeah. So strange. You got to pick up. No fucking way. You know I own Sky, the actress. Her dad's Donovan. Oh shit. Yeah. Must be the season of the Yeah, so give me give me your your thoughts. Have um, you heard this? So my like introduction to this or like how i know this song is by proxy because in 2019 lana del rey did a cover of it yeah and i just never listened to the original i don't know why but i like i think her cover is pretty solid and that's why that's that's kind of my tie to the song i like it i'm kind of a huge sucker for 1960s psychedelic because there's just something so charming about it you know, it's not over 
overbearing or overpowerful or overpowering on the ears. It's it's very smooth. It's like it's like the equivalent of getting like it's the equivalent of getting stoned in a sense, you know? Yeah. It's about as most accurate as you can like be musically, I think. And they're just it's just so it's not I wouldn't call it easy listening. Cause like there's always there's all these like intense or compl- complex instrumentation. But you have that like basic dependable bass line, like what you were mm-hmm. saying, and, and that like, keeps you it was like three, three or four. It was, I mean, it was it sounded like it was a four four. Yeah. And so that means it was four notes, four measures, you know. But it's not, yeah, like you said, it or like I was saying during the song, it is it's very it feels simple, but all of it layered on top of each other. It's very complex. Yeah. And or it feels complex. And I don't know. I think I I just I vibe. You know, it's very it feels very Jefferson airplane esque. You know, I vibe right. with that kind of shit. It's I just it was fun. It's just a really cool little track. And I think I think psychedelic music is just like really fun yeah. to like listen to. I I would equate the song to like running around on the moon. Like that that simple bass line keeps you like it gives you a little bit of gravity to keep you from mm-hmm. flying off the surface, but then right. you have those peaks and valleys of his vocals between the chorus and verses. Yeah. And it lets you bounce a little bit, but it's it's never like too steep or too Mm-mm too fast it's like a perfect rolling like just ride oh for sure it's it's, that's what you need in good psychedelic music is because you want something to keep mm putting you in this state and keep you there and i always love what i love so much and this it happened in this song is a lot of psychedelic musicians where you know like the guitar players specifically their instrumentation goes gets kind of like fucking crazy and like not experimental, right. but it's very um. What's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, Explorative. No, improvised. It feels improvised. Okay. And one of my like favorite psychedelic. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to call that, are they psychedelic? Would you call them psychedelic? Donovan. No. Um, one of my favorite bands that I kind of put under the psychedelic moniker is Grateful Dead. And it felt very Grateful, like early Grateful Dead-esque um, in a sense, even though they incorporate a lot of more Southern rock as well. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, man. I don't really have like super a lot to say. It's just that it was I mean, really good. Hey, I'm just glad you liked it. No, for sure, dude. A couple of fun facts. Uh, at this time, it's it's not 100%, you know, credited like they're it's not 100% known whether or not they were on this specific song but mm-hmm. in general around this time Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin mm. were popular session musicians so they would record for other people like while for like the instrumentation or whatever so they were there's a chance that they could be in this but uh it's unknown it's unconfirmed kind of thing yeah and then credited for writing this is donovan although 
Sean Phillips, who is a sometimes collaborator of Donovan, has mm -hmm. claimed authorship. So who knows? But regardless, mm -hmm. good song. It was very good. Another, um, my other tie to Donovan is he wrote a song in 1968. I don't know if you've heard it. You probably have called Hurdy, Hurdy Gurdy Man, I think is what it's called. That's 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 one that Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones were on for sure. Yeah. Okay, I that's like the one song I really know by him. I like this one better though. Really? I do. Yeah, I do. Check out. Okay, if you if you listen to that, the first song on this album is "Sunshine Superman." Okay, it is awesome. It's good. I love that song okay. so much. Uh, it's just it's a little more bouncy than this one, whereas this mm. one's more rolling. I like the laid back like, rolling though. Yeah, I like that well, a lot. Yeah, and that that's what's the great thing is because this is later in the album, I think, mm. whereas "Sunshine Superman." So the, the first track opening. Yeah. So it's kind of like the. If you if we're going to continue with the analogy, it's this sativa to this song's indica. Mm. Like you got the you got the bouncy start and then yeah. this one has you kind of settling more into the couch. I fuck with that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't have too much to say about this either. Let's it's jump into good. the lyrics. I think it's a fucking stellar track and it reminded me very, it kind of reminded me of like Jefferson airplane as well. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I'll be real. I don't really know what this song's about. It's just talking about strange things and weird happenings and, which I guess is the point. Like, it's like, this mm -hmm. must be the season of the witch. Kind of like that moment when you're like, it's like, oh, a lot of weird shit's happening. Like, is it a full moon outside? Like, what's going on, you know? Because he's saying, when I look out my window, many sights to see. And when I look in my window, so many different people to be that it's strange, mm -hmm. so strange. When I look over my shoulder, what do you think I see? Some other cat looking over his shoulder at me. I wonder if it's um, it's kind of like him going through like, you know, stages of paranoia as well. You know, it it does seem that way. Like mm -hmm. he he's like, yeah, he's like kind of freaking out a little bit because he's yeah. like, what what's going on? I mean, yeah, I'm still confident with my pick for sure. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it seems, I mean, like, especially looking at, like, like, he's, like, repeating himself, and, like, when you're paranoid, you, like, repeat a lot. Yeah. You're going through, like, you know, stages, I don't know, psychosis or whatnot. You're, like, reiterating a lot in your mind, and I feel like that's what he's doing in this song, yeah. especially in the chorus. Like, take the first chorus, he repeats... You've got you got to pick up every stitch. Three out of the six lines. The other three lines are must be season the witch, and then he you know varies that up. But it's it's still same concept of right. You got to pick up every stitch and must be season of the witch. Yeah. And then like chorus two, he talks about rabbits running in the ditch, which Genius says that um just that uh, Genius doesn't really have an answer for that. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Genius doesn't have much at all. No, it does not. <laughs> 
So, but oh. yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it leaves a lot to interpretation, which I love. And oh yeah. That makes our job easier. <laughs> yeah. And that, well also like it's, you know, it's a psychedelic song. Like mm-hmm. you don't want it super clear anyway. Like you kind of no. want to come up with your own meanings you, to things. And, and you want to have a good time. Yeah. Just, just enjoy it. Go along. You're going to trip. Time. You're going to trip balls and have a good time. <laughs> like just, it's a, it's a cool Halloween night. Yeah. Chill and out. You're listening to this song. Maybe you're on a hayride. Maybe you're trick or treating. Do you want to hear a funny be. story? About trick-or-treating? You don't have to yeah. see the episode. I almost got arrested once for trick-or-treating. You know I mean? And I didn't Go do for... anything, but the cops were, after, were out looking for me. Why? <laughs> so, I was in high school. I think I was a sophomore in high school. And I wanted to go trick-or-treating. Like a bunch of my friends from high school were going trick-or-treating. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, we're like, we're getting old. We're going to go out. We're going to have a good time. Because there's a neighborhood directly adjacent to my parents that was one of those like big ass candy bars like go hard in the paint and so it was like a group of 10 12 of us and it's like people i grew up in my neighborhood and siblings and all that and this was in 2008 what movie came out in 2000 summer of 2008 that was super fucking popular the dark knight so every other person was was the the joker Joker. (laughs) including including me i had a purple like Sports coat and everything, dude. I was fucking decked. But there was another Joker perusing that neighborhood, and they egged someone's house. They vandalized someone's house. No. And this lady, like, caught, or just, you know, this, the owner of the house saw that it was a Joker, someone dressed as the Joker. And that does not narrow it down. <laughs> it does not narrow it down. And by this time, the groups had split. Me and the group I was in, we split into two groups, kind of just try to cover more ground. And the other group got stopped by this lady. And this lady said, have you seen someone dressed as the Joker? And one of my good friends who used oh, to live the street behind me was like, oh, that's probably Nate, like not even thinking. <laughs> and the lady's like, Nate, what? <laughs> and she... And, Nathan Wills, if you ever listen to this, I still love you. You're, you're a good person. I'll just never let you forget this. Said my name, and she called the cops. And he freaked out, told his mom, who told my mom. And my mom's calling me like, did you egg a house? Did you vandalize a house? I'm, I'm like, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's just my mom's like, some lady's looking for you. She's going to get the cops on you, blah, blah. Like... <laughs> All oh this God. shit. And I have to ask my mom and to, to like kind of remember how it all like transpired and how it all ended. But like my mom, like I guess found the lady was like, he didn't fucking, my son didn't fucking do it. I think my mom was like going to throw down with this lady and nothing came out of it. I could but, see your mom throwing down with the lady. Oh yeah. My mom, my mom's like, you met my mom. She's like yeah. really short. She's like a really short woman. She has that like, energy like she, oh yeah she could handle herself she she'd she'd beat she'd beat a motherfucker up yeah. that too. <laughs> <laughs> love my mom i absolutely adore my mother love you paula yeah we love you paula but yeah that's how i almost had the cops called on me for something i didn't do in trick-or-treating but yeah it's a good story I like for, that. I, you don't have to include it i don't really give a shit either way 
I probably will. Well, there you go. But yeah. Yeah, if you're having, you know, just a good Halloween night, because, you know, at least where we're at, located down in Texas, it's cooling down. The nights are nice. Thank fucking God. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's 75 degrees, and we're like, yeah, let's break out the jackets. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get your jeans out, brothers. (laughs) We're ready. (laughs) But yeah, like, just, this is a great song to put on, you know, put on your Bluetooth speaker, just chill. You know, watch the leaves fall, hand out candy, have a good time. Yeah. It's a great song. I, yeah. the more like I think about it and the more this like gestates in my head, the more I'm like, this song fucking slaps. Yeah. This is a good song. Yeah. You could think of any Halloween activity and you can throw this song in there. Oh, yeah. I like anyway. the hayride idea. Like through yeah. like a, like a haunted hayride kind of thing. Yeah, I've never done yeah. anything like or that. Or even like a costume party. Like. Yeah. Dancing with you, boo. While you it's were very, out um, like trick or treating when you were like a sophomore, other kids were getting laid and listening to this song. So, <laughs> man, you know what? I still had fun. Fuck those kids. They all have STDs now. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. <laughs> probably not wrong. But hey, man. I love you. I'm just fucking with you. No, you're good, man. Love you too. Bro. It's all love in here. Yeah, right, dude, man. fucking great song. I already have my pick. I love it. This is just fantastic. Let's go into the picks then. You so ready? What you, yeah, what you got for me? I'm I'm crossing my fingers that you don't have my pick because I have a pretty good pick. So is it a horror movie? Ish. Do you have okay. a horror horror movie or mine's a horror horror movie? Okay, then it's not yeah. the same. I'm I'm going like four for four on horror, like because I feel like Hard I have horror, to. Horror. Yeah, okay. mine's Halloween themed, but not mm-hmm. not really scary. So. First off, this the name of this song shares a title with a movie that I think is criminally underrated, but I think people are turning around on it. So I want to give a shout out to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Great fucking movie. Way ahead of its time. The concept, if, if like it came to fruition, the concept of Halloween would still be going on today. You know, sans Michael Myers. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out to that movie. Phenomenal it's brutal. It's it's campy. It's so much fun. Love that movie. Not the movie. Check I'm off your with. bingo cards because I'm gonna say it. Haven't seen it, but I think I might correct that this Halloween. It's good. It's really really good. Uh, highly recommend it. I watched it because Junk Food Cinema was like hyping it up. Yeah, and it was one of those ones I didn't watch because I was like, oh, it doesn't have Michael in it. Even though like the ones with the later ones with Michael still kind of suck. Right. So you just never gave it the uh, light of day, never gave it the time, but then I watched it. I was probably, I can't remember what year they talked about it, but I was like, damn, they're right. And then you learn the whole idea of how they wanted to make it an anthology series, which would have been brilliant. You could have had limitless possibilities. You know, that's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. Audiences didn't like grasp onto that. They would now. Yeah, but it was just a different time back then. So, but on to my real pick. So, I'm not a huge like vampire fan, you know, all that. Right. I'm not the mummy. Like the concept of mummies is all right. I think witches are fucking sick though. Which not is, like, yeah, I do like hocus pocus. Not like hocus pocus style witches. Like I'm talking about like grody ass women. You know, deep in the woods, like killing scary shit. Yeah, Yeah. scary shit. And one thing I love about this song, we kind of talked about in the lyrics. Granted, the lyrics are so vague 
that we can put whatever we can kind of fit whatever we think into those lyrics. I think there's a really deep element of psychosis and paranoia in this song. And it ramps up, especially in the chorus when the instrumentation really kind of like builds up decibel wise and, you know, crescendos up. And I think this movie plays into that paranoia fact or that idea of paranoia well, as, as well as the supernatural element. And I think you've seen this movie. It came out in 2015. It's a folk horror movie written and directed by Robert Eggers. Yep. I knew knew that's what you're going for. I had to, bro. I'm choosing The Witch. Let me... It's in that way. Great movie. It's such a good movie, dude. I absolutely adore this movie and i think the whole paranoia because what i what i think is interesting is if you take out a couple scenes or like if you ignore like a well well that kind of defeats all purpose but granted you as the audience member know like the witch is real right but the main characters don't and their paranoia ramps up as the movie progresses because the inciting incident is huge in this movie and we'll talk about it more because i love it and it sounds like you really like it too. I'm a big fan. It's a great movie. Robert is, I still haven't seen the Northman, but he's two for two in my book. More Northman's awesome too. It's so, good. I'll have to yeah, check you, that out. You should definitely watch it. I love, I love lighthouse. Lighthouse is so lighthouse is great. Good. Yeah. Let's watch this trailer. All right. I got it pulled up. Let me know when you're zeroed out. Ready? Three, two, one. Yeah, this movie is so fucking well done. Definitely need captions. <laughs> yes. It's all in old English. Kindred. Our father's houses. For what? For the kingdom of God. Let us pray. This movie is shot beautifully and it's absolutely insane. It's very atmospheric. I like this movie a lot. It it's the kind of horror movie that I like. And like I know all month I've been saying like nah, I'm not going to fuck with that. I'm not going to fuck with that. This is a movie where like I can, I can handle cuz it's disturbing, but I, I was thinking about it and I think the thing that bothers me a, about a lot of horror movies is I just don't like sudden loud noises like Mhm like from contrived like jump scares or whatever because half the time i'm jumping because the noise is like oh i agree i agree wholeheartedly and this is just like well-constructed atmospheric like there's creepy moments and there may be one jump scare and it's like so tame yeah relative to like you know like a a ring or a conjuring. I love conjuring, but it yeah. has a couple jump scares like that. Some people, that's what they want. And oh, so yeah. they, like, if you, if you like that, this probably isn't the movie for you and you're going to mm-hmm. leave being like, Oh, that wasn't scary. It's like, well, it's, it's not the supposed point. to yeah. be more unsettling than scary. Yeah. I think it's supposed to just make you uncomfortable and nervous. And 
Yeah. You know, you don't know which way it's going to go. And Robert Eggers is like a huge history nut. So like the, the, the language is all very, it's very accurate, accurate to the 1600s. I mean, same with like the, the wardrobe, same with like the infrastructure. It's all almost to a damn T and it's so he, the amount of research he puts into his pre-production is absolutely phenomenal. He does such a great job. And like immersing you in this past world. Like yeah. he does the same thing with the the lighthouse. And I assume he does the same thing with the Northmen. Yeah. And I, I feel like the way that these people respond to these supernatural things and being unsure of whether or not it's demons or something else. And just the, the way all of the characters react to everything is very believable. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of that. The movie itself, I mean, what what's like a 15-second synopsis? A family in a New England town is banished, and they go out and live on the fringe of these woods, and something sinister lurks beyond the initial tree line, essentially, is what I would say. Yeah, it's fair. Pretty, pretty, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, like, like the song... There's like there's a undertone of paranoia in this movie as the audience member you you know pretty much right into the movie that there is a supernatural element there is a witch there is a witch in the movie yeah but the characters in the movie don't know that right they're the ones that get the paranoia they're the ones that are freaking out as all these things transpire great movie and they, they blame each other and they start basically attacking each other. Yeah, there's infighting and yeah. So oh, it's, it's it's psychological as much as it is actual horror. Agreed. And it's thrilling and in, in in a slow burn type of way. Great um, performances, like we were saying during the trailer. Yeah. I mean, this was. Great. I mean, I feel like Anya Taylor Joy. Like this was one of the first things before she got. Real I think big. this was the first thing she ever did. It was either this. I, I think Thoroughbreds was after. So it says Taylor Joy was okay. So she was in a movie called Vampire Academy in 2014, but was removed from the final cut. Made her television debut in a drama series called Endeavor and then appeared in a multi-episode arc in a 2015 drama series called Atlantis. So her big breakthrough role in movies was The Witch. Okay. But yeah. she and was that- in television for like a few episodes, nothing huge. Right. And then that, shortly after that, she got she was in Split. Yep. Great movie. I've seen I haven't seen The Queen's Gambit. I've heard that's great. Um she's in Last night in Soho was all right. I liked Emma. If you're into that kind of thing, Jane Austen type. I have not seen that. that that's a fun one. I mean, I I think half the reason I liked it was because of her. But gotcha. She's a great actress, and it's it was so it's so cool to see her in that you know back in 2015 in that role yeah. as Thomason. I think is the name of the character in The Witch, and then yeah. see her kind of rise to prominence. Yeah. And she's great. I, I, she she deserves her success, and I, I think it's really great. But 
I like this movie a lot, and I can't, you know, can't I've, recommend it enough. I have literally nothing to add, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie, <laughs> yeah. Go, go seek it out. Here, let's see. The Witch is available on Hulu right now. You can rent it on Vudu, Amazon Prime. Oh, it's available on HBO Max as well. So if you have Hulu, HBO Max, uh, one of those two should work at the time of this recording. It should be the same though, because same month. But also, I don't know if you want to include this in the episode, but like the reveal of Black Phillip freaked me the fuck out. Black Phillip is yeah. That shit was like I was like, oh fuck, we're going there. Like this is the devil. This this was the biggest thing that I've seen Ralph in his, how do you say his last name? Innison? Ensign? I think so. Cause he was obviously in Game of Thrones. He was not a huge right. character in Game of Thrones. I can't remember he, him, him in Innocent. Innocent, okay. Innocent. I'm looking at his filmography. Oh, he's in a well, he's in Harry Potter uh, as Amicus Cairo. But he that's not a huge that's not a huge role. He's in Hurricane Heist, Nate. Oh. How <laughs> could I forget the great 2018 American disaster heist every, action film? Every time I see this guy, like just Ralph Innocen. <gasps> He's the Green Knight. In the Green Knight. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I that's like that movie. Was. Yeah, that's a good movie. Every yeah. time I see him, though, I see him and I'm like, that guy smells like cigarettes. <laughs> he does look, he looks very smoky. <laughs> like, I don't know how to describe him other than that. Like, yeah. he he is a, he's just got that. He's a hell of an actor, though. Yeah, and he has, he has that. I, I, it might be his voice, too, because he's got this deep, gravelly British voice, voice that I can't even replicate. Hello, but, I am British. <laughs> and half the time he like in his roles, he's just dirty. Yeah. So but yeah, you need to check out the Northman, man. It's really good. I love I love Lighthouse. I love the witch. I you know it's have you seen Conan the Barbarian? The new one or the original? I've seen the, the original. original. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like if Eggers he did his own Conan. Oh, in the simplest way. It's his own Conan. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Eggers, I'm really excited for his Nosferatu remake. Is he still doing that? Yeah, it's still it's still going. It's still okay, good. Good, good, good. I, I, I heard it got canceled or something. No, it's still it's still it's still moving. It's yeah, slowly that'll moving. Be cool. That'll I, be cool. I low key really like the original, like the black and white silent film. I think that is yeah. a really, really, really well made movie especially for its time it's way ahead of its time oh yeah four days ago bill sarsgaard Skarsgård, yeah. and lily rose depp to star and yep. draw to bill Skarsgård is becoming like the horror guy like i'm kind of okay with it because he's really good as pennywise he was great as pennywise yeah i was he, shocked at how oh yeah how what you will about the movies i liked them I liked the first one a lot more than the, the second first one. one is great. The second one's fine. I thought, but, yeah, but in the defense, okay. In defense of part though. two, it is overhated, but in the defense of part two, the more interesting parts in the book is with the kids. The less interesting yeah. stuff is with the adults. So yeah, it kind of like fair. works out that way. But yeah, part one, it part one fucking great. Yes. 
but that's great and I'm a big fan. So I'm glad you like this movie because I think it's I think it's really really good and I'm happy, you know, Eggers can do whatever he wants now because I think he's fantastic and it sounds like he's 3 for 3. In my eyes yeah. he's 2 for 2, but if he's 3 for 3, I trust you. Yeah, no. I I would definitely seek it out. Shall we move on? Yeah, I have nothing more to say. I love that movie and I think I've exercised all my love for it right now. All right. I'm excited to see if you've seen my pick. Because, you know, at the beginning of the episode, we were talking a little bit about Hocus Pocus. Did you push Hocus Pocus? Oh. Not my pick. I'm picking a... I would say it's in the same vein as Hocus Pocus, but more for adults. This film is directed by an iconic filmmaker. It has an all-star cast. It has music by the iconic John Williams, starring Jack Nicholson, Cher, Susan Sarandon, and Michelle Pfeiffer, directed by George Miller. This movie is The Witches of Eastwick. Oh, fuck. I've never seen that. People, I know people like that movie. God it's damn it. It's a fun little it. movie. Let's, let's, I know. It's, uh, let's watch the trailer and we'll get into damn it. Damn it. People really like that movie. I've never seen it. Let me know when you're zeroed out. Ready. Three, two, one. In the quiet town of Eastwick, where nothing ever changes, three beautiful women are about to discover powers they never dreamed they had. Who should we be looking for? He should be really handsome. This looks so charming. Nice. I mean, Jack Nicholson, like. Now, the man of their dreams is here. Jane. Last we meet. So I'm just going to read the film synopsis real quick, um, which is three small town friends, which is composed of Cher, Susan Sarandon, and Michelle Pfeiffer. All great. All in their prime. This is 1987, right? Yeah. Each has lost a man in their lives and are unfulfilled until a furtive stranger, played by Jack Nicholson, arrives and begins courting each of them. Eventually, Daryl tells them that they are witches, but as the three friends spend more time at his mansion, enjoying themselves and learning about their powers, they begin to worry about his ultimate intentions. Basically, it, it's been a minute since I've seen it, but they're, they basically summon the devil. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and Jack Nicholson is pretty much the devil. It's Satan. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson's great. He's, he he just chews scenery like crazy. He's the best. Yeah, and it's it's a great companion piece to Hocus Pocus because <laughs> it's... It seems three, more tailored to adults. Yeah, it's more tailored to adults, so, you know, there's more sexual themes and stuff. So if you have kids or something, maybe not watch it with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I Sorry. believe it's... What's the rating? I think it's rated R. Uh, the movie poster has an R on it, so yeah, it's totally rated R. Yeah, so it's it's an adult movie, but you have the three witches, you know, and they're less like professional witches and more like they kind of accidentally do this, I believe. Oh, they're like amateur? Yeah, uh, gotcha. if I remember correctly. Anybody can correct me if I'm wrong. But, I mean, it has music by John Williams. It mm-hmm. is... 
I mean, it's just really, really nice. And and Jack Nicholson is just the devil. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. Like you can't get imagine him playing any, the devil. Yeah, he can't get any better than that, man. <laughs> right, right. So he's great. I wish you had seen this because it's it's just it's a good Halloween movie, especially if you're not the type of person like me who doesn't like being scared. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, you know, this is more. Yeah, motherfucker won't watch Conjuring, but he likes the witch. Right. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> this is more on the comedy side of horror type. Like, oh, okay. It seems like there's a lot of uh, laughing moments. Like, there's a lot of moments where, like, it's like either physical comedy or yeah, you know, and situational I, kind of comedy. I feel like this is like an extinct type of movie where it's a. It's a fantasy comedy for adults. Okay. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, there's like romance type stuff and it's fun and the leads are women and it's, it's just really great. I mean, I, I, I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Cher's great. Susan Sarandon's great. They, they just make a great trio mm-hmm. and perfect date night movie. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just a charming little movie. It's available on Tubi for free. So just download the Tubi app on your t- smart TV or whatever. And, you know, you'll have to watch a couple ads, but it's available there for free. So otherwise you can rent it. Cool. So, do you have any thoughts? What, what, anything about the trailer stick out to you? <laughs> just, there's a lot of physical comedy or a lot of physical like like i guess it's jack nicholson like dangling out of a car yeah. at one point that shit's kind of funny he, he gets to ham it up real hard and go like, and that's like peak nicholson when he yeah. can ham it up that's like absolutely the best type of nicholson Dude, i think i don't mean to hype it up too hard but the end goes really bonkers like I'm okay with that. The last act is crazy. And I'm I feel okay like it's that. kind of like a four act movie because it, it's, it's about two hours, which is long for a comedy of this mm-hmm. type. Right. But it, it just works. It's a fun little movie. George Miller directed it of Mad Max and. Oh yeah. He's and happy feet and happy feet. Yeah. He, he is an eclectic <laughs> filmmaker that I don't know. He, he just makes the right kind of stuff and, and he, yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about any further since you haven't seen it. Yeah, I urge you to, to to watch it. I urge. You. This is payback for all the movies I bring up. And I know. Like, I haven't I know. Seen Finally, it. I've seen something you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good. Yeah. How, does, how do you feel? Can't say shit. Dude, every week, I'm like, when I listen to an episode back, I'm like, I say like, like we we need like a little. A stinger every time I say I haven't seen a movie. Like, good grief. I thought I was a movie guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll implement that in season. I mean, two. yeah, the episode that aired today, you didn't yeah, see my I mean, pick. Which fair, because that that was a that was a spoopy movie. This is the last week of horror, horror month. Not the last month of Horror Month. It's the last week of Horror Month. <laughs> and we're kind of going to go back to regularly regularly scheduled programming, programming in a sense where 
I don't think we're really going to do anything super special Mm-mm. for November other than uh, we're cutting down to two episodes for November and December. Next uh, month, we're going to be cutting down to two episodes. We're going to be talking about songs we're thankful for. Uh, and then December is going to have two episodes as well that mm-hmm. will probably be more holiday themed. And then we're going to take a short break while we prepare to improve and make season two an even more entertaining experience. So that's the layout of this, the rest of this year. And we're super excited about it. Uh, Nate, you got anything? Just that I'm like really proud of like how far we've come. You know, it's crazy to think that early this year, this idea, this concept was just kind of like in its infantile stages and it's like really kind of keeps progressing and it keeps you know growing and growing and you know we have so many more ideas and yeah we're 29 weeks in now 29 weeks we have just so much that we want to like throw into it yeah that's pretty cool man yeah when we're working on just making our podcast a unique experience and I can't wait to reveal what those steps are rollout. Yeah. yeah. Like what our rollout's going to be. It's going to be, it's going to be cool. I'm very, I'm just very proud that we've kept with it and you know, we've come this far so that I'm yeah. pretty cool about. Yeah. So not to get like sentimental. Oh, that's where I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. Dude. I'm excited. It's been fun, man. I've been really enjoying this. It gives me something to look forward to and, even like when we're editing the episodes, it's like fun to like look yeah. back at our conversations. So and it's a good, good re- excuse to hang out. That's exactly. the main reason we started this anyway. It's a good excuse to hang out. Yep. And uh, yeah, man. Well, I guess that's the end of this episode as we let you all enjoy your spooky, spooky October nights. I don't know. I kind of lost track of where I was going well, with that, but you know, whoever's <laughs> listening have you know a safe and happy Halloween and you know have a hopefully at the end of your year, you know, you end strong and you know, yeah, end 2022 strong. So, yeah. And I promise season 2 we're going to get the closing down. We're going to get it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of just like free ball it. <laughs> it cut. That's where it's stopping. Free ball it. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Sound Crusaders. And also follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Soundscape Crusaders. Until next time. <laughs>